It's Thursday, March 23rd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant and producer Jodinski Meginski. <laughs> On today's show, episode 514, 90s areolas. We cover a wide range of topics, including my stint as a cleaning lady in New York City. We talk Bedouin people, and after having watched everything, everywhere, all at once, we discuss Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs. That's right. That's the cutting-edge content you can come to expect here at the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Brand new episode starts now. Are you ready? ready? It's the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Vacation to the tropics, cooking up all the heat. We addressing some hot topics. With two stand up comics, Jen Grant and Julian Dion, produced by Jordan. So we about to get it poppin'. It's the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant. It's the Julian Dion show with Jen Grant. So watch your heads. It's Lemon Press Studios, Grand. Like twice a week, because they married and they both stand up comics. Hit like and subscribe and write a comment. I've been thinking about a lot lately about, well, the last couple of days, how I was a cleaning lady. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you have to say cleaning lady? I don't know. Because that's how I identified at the time. <laughs> um, yeah. I was a full-blown cleaning lady. And you know what made me think of it? What? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh. Or everywhere, everything, all at once. Right. What's the movie name? Everything, everywhere, or is it everywhere, everything? I think it's everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything. Yes, correct. Yes, it's correct. Hard to, it's hard to remember that <laughs> name, actually. <laughs> you, you are correct. Affirmative. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, which part of the movie? No, your voice. Ah! The, ro- the robot voice. Hello, I am producer Jordan. I was programmed by my creators. To creators. correct the spelling. Creators. <laughs> That's so weird that you can do that. Well, I hit my throat with my index and my, my two my middle healthy. finger. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Hello. My name is Jordan. I don't do oh this my good. God. My name is Jordan, also affectionately known as Jodel Michael. Uh, my god what the heck that literally sounds like <laughs> you put like what the heck is going on? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Julian is thrilled that you love that. Thrilled. <laughs> thrilled. Finally, someone on my side. <laughs> no, watching um Everything Everywhere All at Once, which by the way, great movie. Fan- fan- fantastic mascara. <laughs> it uh, but the beginning of it, the laundromat, is every laundromat the exact same? Everywhere I've lived the that's been the case just run by a tired family of asians yeah they're in the movie there's a laundromat and there's just yes yes you're telling me that (laughs) um is the screen brightness on your or brightness on your screen way up on your Uh, laptop no i can turn it down it's causing you a glare and how's that yeah much better nice and um yeah there's like Every place I've lived, New York, Toronto, and where I was dependent on a 
laundromat, a laundry service. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> it was always run by a tired Asian family. Korean, maybe? Is it always Korean? Uh, Often? Let me check. I don't know. But um, what, a, what a Google search that is. And also your cable is 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 distracting. It's this? like no for your headphones. It's not okay. pull, pulling on it. It's like kind of okay. No, not those. Oh, what? Your headphones. This? Yeah, it's like cutting right across you. It looks like it's pulling you. There. Put, put it behind you maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, there you go. It was. It's it was. Well, it's not fun to watch as a viewer. You feel like you're being pulled, like your head. Okay. Anyway, and they always live in and around the laundromat, and there's just clothes and things everywhere. Remember in Toronto, coin laundry we went to. The woman would often just be oh, she sleeping. She'd yeah. be like watching a movie on her laptop behind the ca the cash register and you'd have to wake her up yeah to get make change <laughs> and you know, you know how intimate it is to wake someone up <laughs> yeah it's like an old there's an old lady she's like 71 years old sitting there and you know when they have that old person pe people hair where you can see like there's a lot of space in between each strand of hair you see the skull space but she was still curl she'd curl her hair so she had like a tight perm but it was loose just because there's not a lot of volume of hair left. Was it your teacher from kindergarten also working there part-time? <laughs> um, so then she'd be sitting there with earbuds in her ears, sleeping behind the cash register with the movie on. And every time I'm like, oh, fuck's sakes. I don't think it was a movie. It was like some... Well, whatever. She's watching something on yeah, her laptop. Yeah, I know, laptop. but that was part of the funny thing, too. It was very like something you've never seen before. It was like some... Maybe it was a Korean soap opera or something. And so uh, you'd have to like extend your arm over the counter and be like, excuse me, excuse me, good morning, good morning, good morning, you. <laughs> and every time she'd always be scared. She's like, yes, 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 yes. We're like, uh, and you only change? ever had to wake her up for change. Yeah, I know. And it's weird. Like get a change machine. And the husband would uh, the old the Korean most man disgusting laundromat I've ever been to. so disgusting I used to remember I used to take the laundry and drive it to a different like nicer laundromat yeah like, but you wanted to complain as if it was going to change anything you were like you wanted to be the savior you're like I'm going to make a change in this laundromat like they've been doing <laughs> that for 40 years in the same spot like nothing's going to change oh, shouldn't you dream shouldn't you still dream no dreams are dead <laughs> and then so she um, and the husband, he would just sit in the waiting area and just stare and just be sitting there staring. She'd be sleeping. She'd he'd be staring. Was he the grouchy one or was she? He was, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she was really nice. Yeah, she was nice. And she'd be like, there'd be like a desk that she served. I actually, wasn't it kind of like, didn't it kind of look like, I'm trying to remember now. Didn't it kind of look like uh, it used to be a convenience store? But then they changed that. So there's that kind of counter that if there were SIGs behind there or something. Maybe. Yeah, because there was really like this it. counter. But she remember she used to crouch down. Like she'd yeah, be like she'd be really low, low really on a milk low. crate. That's what I mean. You just yeah, she was like on a crate. And, and so like you just her laptop her head, was on a crate. Her head was just like at the level of the <laughs> 
of the thing, behind, like the, the desk hiding behind it. Yeah. She had to reach over and like nudge her shoulder. <laughs> morning. That was so gross. Hi, morning. Sorry. <laughs> and you're like saying sorry, but it's like part of the business. I know. Aw, I feel bad for that lady. You feel like she was trapped in a life. Yeah. I think she was missing her family in Korea and wanted to go back. Well, I mean, it's hard to know. If that was a bad life for her compared to the life she had before, but either way, she did not seem happy. Like it's not. Yeah, is it always better when they come? I know. Like, or or could it? I don't think they, do they come and uh, over here and they're like, oh, why do you say those fuck. people? They. It sounds bad. What you're saying. Well, how do how would I say how would I adjust people that come over here as a group? When <laughs> when people who <laughs> no, I think we're being here. overly sensitive. Well, you say. What do you mean sounds... immigrate? That means another country. You, you can't say that. Are you okay with the? <laughs> no, but how would I say they? What do you mean? I don't understand. I don't know. Jeez, tiptoe Shelly over there. No, not me. It's society. Oh my! If I can't say when they come over here, it's fucked up. I I don't want to live in this world anymore. Oh, I barely do. Society sucks right now. <laughs> okay. Um. Then what do I say? Okay. If. He, him, she, her, they, them come over here. Do them zeer <laughs> feel like... What's them I don't know. It's probably something. Them <laughs> Uh Do hear zeer feel... Um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> continue. Just continue. Fahaj. <laughs> Well, I didn't say those people. You you put that on. You actually said those words. Those people. It I just said they. Like those people when you say they. No, that's a stretch. That's such a fuck. No, I'm so sick of this world. I'm sick of this world. It's honestly too much. I know. If you're listening to this podcast and you're offended by anything that's said. First, just don't listen. And second, walk off a bridge. Thank you. (laughs) No, do it. If me saying that, if when, if me asking the question initially, when they come over here and you feel like writing an email, (laughs) swerve your car into oncoming traffic. Oh my gosh. If you're alone, I don't want anyone else. Okay. Anyway, can you just continue? Well, you're the one that derailed me with... with okay, let's with, pretend they is okay. Go. It's not. I'm not pretending. They is 100% okay in this case. When they come over here, those people. Is it always better? Is that Yeah, is it always better? I mean, you bring up a good point because this isn't a humble brag because I know you're going to go every time. But like, I went ha- to Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of places you've been that would actually, be, yeah. Well, I just remember visiting a Bedouin family in the middle of the desert. And if you don't know what Bedouin people are, they they're like nomads that don't pay into the system. They decide they just want to live in the middle of the desert. And when I say in the middle of the desert, I mean you drive and drive and drive, and there is nothing in the desert. We were in like a bus. And we were just driving and driving and driving. And there would be nothing anywhere. And then every once in a while, there'd just be like a guy sitting there. I'm like, where are you drinking water? Like, what's happening? So Bedouin families just have this like shack in the middle of the desert where there's nothing. Oh, that's not right. Hey, okay, Okay, sound machine. (laughs) 
Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, all of a sudden there would like a, a guy uh, took us on a tour to, to see how these people live. Cause it's really interesting. These people. Oh, wow. You actually said you could have said that how they live. how they live. Anyway, they don't, the way they get out of paying taxes is they just don't build their roof fully. I don't know how that works, but long story short, they have, um, at this one family had a couple camels that were just sitting there with a leash on like a dog would, you know, like we would have a dog and, um, and the kids were all like, they, they were all dressed in hand-me-down type clothes. None of the things matched. It was like, you know, an old sweatshirt with like, you know, I don't know like Barney on it. And then there'd be like plaid pants and, but they were so happy. And I remember when I came home describing to people where, when we had visited, they would say, wow, like it must've made you appreciate how good we have it. Right. And yes, in some ways, but in other ways, it was a great representation of how you don't need a bunch of shit to make you happy. You don't need all these commercial, like you don't have to consume tons of, products and whatever. So what I'm trying to get at to make, to contribute to what you're talking about is, is like when they come to Canada, they, they may have more money and a nicer place to live and things, but is that the key to happiness? But they might not have a nicer place so to live. Happy. That's what I'm saying. They might not have a place to nicer I place to live. I think they most most times they do. Don't Living they? Living atop a laund- dirty laundromat. There's nice places in Korea. Yeah, but there must be a reason they flee. What if you went to the Bedouin people when you were there and you're like, "What are your feelings and thoughts on laundry?" How would you like to run your own laundry business? I, I bet you if I told them that, they'd be like, "What?" Are, so you could actually have running water in your house? Like, they had no yes, running water. How did they it. survive? I know. Like, how did they survive? <laughs> we take clean, potable water. And what poop. else are we supposed to do with it, though? What? Pee and poo. Just in a hole? No, oh, that sounds way better. In the middle of February. No, there could be some sort of suction, like a vacuum or something you connect to your backside. I think if we, if you and I ever questioned if we had ADD, we need to listen to this episode and confirm that we 100% do. Why? We are all over the map. What? Well. Well. But anyway... The place I would say that this conversation conversation is everything, everywhere, all all around, all over the place. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, I'll show you. The oh, you can't give me that, and then your face looks like you want to die. <laughs> like I want to die. Oh, I'm supposed. I'm usually I just internalize that. But uh... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That started off Whoa. fake. <laughs> it started off fake, but uh, turned real. No, but the, where they live in the movie, everywhere, everything, all at once, everything, everywhere, all at once. What yeah. is it again? Everything, everywhere, everything, everywhere. Isn't it everywhere? Everything? I don't think so. Everything, everywhere. Okay, thing, all and where, once. and then once. The where they live. <laughs> In the apartment above the 
laundromat. That's what reminded me of being a cleaning lady in New York. Thank you. We got there. Finally. Because I've cleaned places like that, just full of clutter. Tell us about, let's talk about the time. (laughs) You had already started um, cleaning this individual's house. I really want to say her name, but I won't. Rhoda. Ah, you are? She's not going to listen to this and she would never, you'd have to know her last name. Like That's a how, cool name, eh? You never hear anyone named Rhoda. Yeah. Anyway. Shout so, out if you are listening, Rhoda. Oh Look God, how imagine. far your cleaning ladies come. <laughs> I'm now so, a podcast them. Uh, so I remember we lived in New York. We were living in Astoria, which is essentially Queens. and It, it is. What do you mean essentially? Yeah, I know, but can you just let me just, okay, even sorry. if I'm not using the right wording for you. What do you mean, essentially? <laughs> can we sign a contract saying, all right, it, it, it is it, Queens. Okay. Anyways, so it's hard when you're trying to make ends meet and it's you're hard. on a visa and you're trying to like, you know, because the visa is specific for comedy and you're trying to scratch together enough money to be able to pay for living there. It's you're very to me? expensive. No, the the listener. No, about me? No, I don't have a visa. No, oh. me in general, just in general, it's hard. Holy snappers! I was gonna say I was there illegally. I didn't have a visa. Oh, okay. Hi, IRS. IRS. <laughs> uh, anyway, maybe Jamie Lee Curtis is listening to this. We are talking about the movie. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so, do you think she was wearing a fat suit? I don't know. I mean, I think it's easy to make yourself look that fat. She had a big belly. Go ahead. Well, it's because, you know what? Almost any of us, if we wore a pair of pants that are too small for us at the wrong spot, even you would look. No, she had a full-blown gut. Yeah, I know, but that would be easy to make it look like that. Well, maybe not. Anyways, so so Julian started a cleaning company. Oh, my God. It's so funny. You look ridiculous right now. Really? (laughs) You're like this, your glasses are up. You're like, I said it. Because I had an itchy eye. I've got an eyelash. Don't look look at me. Don't pick that as a clip. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I started two companies a dog walking company called Funny Pets. I got this. (laughs) It's cringy. It's really fucking cringy. Did you ever get a client? Not for the the thing, for the. Funny pets. <laughs> I put flyers all through Astoria, which is basically Queens. Cringy and cute are very close together, though, because that's very cute. I don't know that it's cute. I cringe well, when I think about it. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And I mean, I, I was 25 years old. Aww. So I put up these flyers where you rip off the uh, number, the phone number. On the bottom? On the bottom. Like those kind of like... Flyers all through Astoria. One was called Funny Pets. Comedians by day, by no, it was uh, comedians by night, pet walkers by day. It was like it's making it sound like there was this company Plural. of like com- comedians that were, were going to walk your dogs or sit, cat sit, or anything. Didn't never got <laughs> a single uh, message on that, but Astoria cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> Astoria cleaners. I like I printed it on like colored paper, like bright green and orange and put it all over the neighborhood. 
and I would go check. And every so often I would check and there'd be numbers, a lot of numbers ripped off. I'm like, oh shit. All right. And then I started <laughs> getting calls. Where would you post these? Any bulletin board that you saw and polls? Yeah. Yeah. Basically like posts, like mostly all on posts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you call those? Street lamps and stuff that like was, that? That was back in the day. Facebook was around, but not much else. Like that's how you kind of. Yeah. And so I would get these different. I, I So I had a few. And the one of the first ones that called me was Rhoda, this lady. She she Well, she was young. She was like in her 30s, maybe the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, this young woman. And she worked, she had an uh, an apartment in Queens and she was just like, she became my number one client. I had maybe about a dozen, a lot of one timers because <laughs> I was not a good cleaner either. I was not yeah. efficient. Well, I was good, but not efficient. Like I remember it took too long. Well, yeah, this one woman um, hired me to clean her house in Queens, a beautiful house, like a two story house. And I showed up and I went in there in the morning and she got home from work and I was still there. She's like, oh, you're still here? And I was like, yeah, it, like the place looked great, but I was just not efficient. Like I don't have, I'm not a professional cleaner by any stretch. I, I, I knew how to clean the concept of it, but her son was even back from home from school and she had assumed I wasn't going to be there by the time. So her son is there and there's just this like 25 year old guy with long hair that's like mopping around <laughs> and her son's like playing on the computer. Uh, her son was like, I don't know, maybe 14 or whatever. And I'm just like, Hey, what's up? And he's like, Oh, and she got home from work and I was still there like a full work day and I was still cleaning. Did you charge per hour? I th- think so. I can't remember. Probably. I can't remember, but I must have. And um, you're a perfectionist. That's the thing about you. Well, yeah. When you clean professionally, you just like you do a good job, but quick. You're efficient. More you're like. Anyway, she never hired me again. A lot of one timers. <laughs> this one guy hired me to. Uh, he had a condo that he rented out, and this was in between tenants, so that was easy. It was empty. He hired me to clean and then he offered to drop me off because this was kind of far. And when he dropped me off, he took a picture of me. (laughs) He had like a professional camera and I'm just standing on the street in Queens. And he's like, do you mind if I take a picture of you? Just because I I never know. Like, oh my God. He goes, I don't trust people in this town. Like I take pictures of everybody that works for me. Did you say I'm from Skidook, New Brunswick, eh? (laughs) So there's like a, like a plumber did work or something on his thing he would take a picture of the plumber just in case he got fucked over and i was like okay and i'm just like standing on the street and he's just like oh it makes me sad takes a picture of me and i'm like all right see ya and left that makes me sad why i don't know (laughs) you're just like this 25 year old innocent person just like trying to make it in the big city and here's this guy like thinking you could be a a criminal. I don't know. It just makes me sad. You're like a small town boy from New Brunswick. And oh, I'm trying to think of like all the other ones I've done. Cause I did a bunch, but Rhoda was my go-to. I ended up working for her maybe 20, 20 times, like doing jobs for her. So the first time I show up in her apartment and it was, it looked like everything everywhere all at once. Worse. That that apartment. Worse. Like clutter everywhere. 
junk, just stuff like it was bad. Have you seen that movie yet, Jordan? No, I haven't seen it. It's really good. It's like very creative, really different. But if you Julian's painting a good picture, it's like just it's junk, everything, everywhere, all at once. <sighs> anyway, so I um I remember watching when I would go to her place, she would leave in the morning. I would meet her at her place as she left around seven thirty or whatever, early mornings. She would leave. And I would watch Wendy Williams. She had a TiVo. So I, I started getting into Wendy Williams because <laughs> she would DVR record um, Wendy Williams. That and um, the Real Housewives shows. Oh, that's where one. it started. So I would play that in the background and clean. And sometimes when it would get juicy, I would sit on the couch for a minute and, juicy. and watch. Juicy. And can you please describe so people understand, because I don't think people understand, like I would never have really got how incredibly messy and disorganized something It was, there's stuff everywhere, it was like garbage, and the first time I went it was taking me forever because it was a really bad, like the sink was full of gross, I can still smell that smell of like old dishes full in the sink pots and pans like dirty pots and pans on like, the stove um like there's shit everywhere there's a pile of magazines and you came to help me because it was taking so long the first time and i lifted a pile of magazines under the coffee table and a bunch of cockroaches just scurried everywhere yeah and no. it was just, oh yeah. yeah it was scary pile, Ew. oh yeah no, you don't understand. Piles of clothes bad, all Jordan. over the place. There was just shit everywhere. It's impossible to really understand. And so how I bad did the. I cleaned the whole thing, the first time that you, you left finally, and then I when she got home she cried. She was like, she was just looking around. She couldn't believe it. It looked like an entirely different place. Yeah, I had done. Like, she seemed like a nice it. person. She was really nice. Like and you then could she tell started, from everything she had in her house that she was trying to get her life together. You know, she had the yeah. books and self-help books, self -help and, books and like diets. Like you could tell she was trying to like lose weight. I became she like was... a rent a husband for her because she would anything that she needed. She'd be like, I need my pantry organized. Can you do that? So I'd come. Oh, sorry. I can rent you for that. Organize. No, no, I'm, I'm retired. Aw. Um, she, she, uh, yeah, I went one time I went and just reorganized her pantry. Another, I actually painted her entire apartment. So crazy. That is for like a very reasonable amount. Like she was lucky to have you. I think it was 20 or 30 bucks an hour, like nothing. And, um, she paid me cash every time. Yeah, she was great. I would she love was so this nice. option to pay you 20 bucks an hour to do mm. stuff around the house. My fee has gone up uh -huh. since then. You can still pay, but it's. Oh my God. 500 an hour. Mm. So anyway, yeah, I just did that. I was a cleaning lady. And for her, so I, I would do things like for her, like uh, change out her air conditioning at the end of the summer and like put it away. Just like basically anything she could think of. I kept, Painting her whole place was a fucking nightmare too. Like painting sucks. And I had to it. do her whole thing. Like... Oh my God. I remember painting her bedroom and yeah. I can't believe you did that. This young couple from France that was living in Queens hired me to clean their apartment one time. I, like it's just so weird and intimate that I did that. 
Like when I think about it, the the couple from France I did a few times. I think though they were the only repeat ones other than Rhoda. Rhoda. Yeah. You had some very challenging jobs. When in New York? Yeah, then I was a, uh, like the worst of the worst. Then I was a server at a Greek restaurant that was only busy Fridays and Saturdays, but I worked the rest of the time. And when the rest of the time, I mean, like there was nobody, like literally oh, man. not a single table would come in and I would work lunch and um, the owner would make me stand at the hostess table or stand the, the host stand in, in, in case someone came. Oh so I would just God. stand and you didn't have phone. I didn't have, I had a flip phone. It's not like I could be on an iPhone and on the internet. So boring. So I was just standing torture. There. It's torture. I remember I was standing there and I had to wear a white dress shirt with like an apron tucked into black pants with a green apron on like a full length apron and like my hair tied back in a tight bun and Mark Marin walked by. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. I like, <laughs> did you I like, like hide? Of course. Oh my god! He that wouldn't would... have cared anyway. Now, no, oh my back, god! There's no now I've... looking back though. How embarrassing he knew you were is that? Twenty-five. He's been through shit like that too. It's just funny what we care about. It is okay. You're but... all, uh, yeah. You as if you would have been like. No, I know. He got sad and been like, "Hey, Mark, I know you get in. I'm young." That's I know, I know. But thinking about it now, it just seems like it would be, you know. Yeah. He would never judge you for that. I don't know. I didn't. But you know what I mean. Give it to me. Jeez, you know he'd be for you don't understand. It's all good. It was still no embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. In a tight pony. Like, what are you looking at? Your schedule. Oh my God, ADD is right. No, I just glanced and I'm listening. Can't I look at something and listen at the same time of something else? Anyway, do you guys have anything to add or uh, questions at this point or? Whoa. Questions. <laughs> Are you taking questions now? I didn't know there was a and a at the yeah. end. I didn't know there was a and a Jordan, have you ever had any uh, jobs that were really embarrassing? <laughs> um, or hard? No. Um, hard. No, I've actually been very lucky with my jobs. And, uh, well, good for you. Um, I tried to walk dogs for a little while. That was awful. I don't think it looks like the kind of job. I think that's one of the jobs that people look at and think that is, that looks like it could be quite enjoyable and easy. I never thought it would be easy because like walking one dog is really hard. Yeah. How do you walk? Because you walk one dog and when they um, okay run into another dog, it's mm-hmm. like chaos. So how do you True. walk eight dogs? True. Also, the parts that you don't, you know, you never know the ins and outs of a job until you actually do them. Like I got trained to do it. I went as far as to do that. I went, I was, li- we were living in Toronto then and I got trained by this lady and it's so, it's so gross too. When you have multiple dogs around, like even as the headquarters, cause people would drop off their dog at this headquarters a lot of times for doggy daycare. And there, there'd be this room that was just open, like nothing in it for them to run around. And of course dogs were like, um, what do you call it when their territory, like Loose? Mar- marking oh. their territory. So they'd be like randomly peeing in corners or 
just on the floor and like anyway it reeked so bad so bad in there and they would say oh can you just like mop that up and i'm like uh with that over there and it was like a bucket that looked like it had been used over and over and over and over so like is that water like you're just basically swishing around pee water right now like you just wipe it up with the mop and then put the mop back in. Ew. And, mm. and it stunk. And I was like actually feeling in my throat I was going to throw up. You know that feeling? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this. And then, you know, when you're at a job where you know you're going to bail, at least I've done that many times in my life. Um, I I have, I just, I, I make a decision and I'm like, oh, I have to figure out an exit strategy. And I don't know when is the right time to do that. Should I just like say I'm going to the bathroom and leave? Because that's been my move in the past. <laughs> and so I'm at this doggy place and it's so gross. I feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm realizing that that there's no way I can do this job. I'd rather just go and serve again. And um, I'm like, no, this is not for me. I can't do this. And And on top of that, I actually went with someone to like see what it was like to go to people's houses, talk about intimate. You have their key. You go in their house, you go and pick up their dog. Now, dogs are really cute, and I love dogs so much. And I guess if I really had to, but it's the little details of the job that so much of it is not just dog walking, right? Like like most jobs, it's whatever the job is, there's so many other little things that make it either better or shitty. And this one was just shitty excuse the pun that's the other thing you picking up other people's dogs shit is different than picking up your own dog shit yeah. i don't know why that is i don't know if like parents feel that way about their baby like i don't mind changing my baby's diaper but if it's somebody else's baby's shit i don't want to do it i don't know but it was really gross and also like think about it all these dogs had to go in this woman's van and it stunk like it really stunk bad and so there's that the dogs end up ruining your car because it because they they smell bad and they they're just you know like six dogs in the back of your van or your back of your vehicle no thanks and uh i don't i don't find it less gross picking up gordy's shit than other dog shit i find it both are both are gross yeah but for some reason, you seem to tolerate your own dog shit more than another dog shit. Mm. Does that seem mm. weird? I could see like a human child. May, well, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I find it so gross. Gordy's really shit. It's gross. That's one thing about living in the country that's so good because most places that he poops, you can just leave it there. Oh, yeah. Because it's just like out. Yeah. Like, I haven't picked up his shit in a long time. And, you know, I do the grossest job around here, and you should thank me more for that. I clean up all the poop in our backyard. You don't ever do that. In the backyard? Yeah. No, you don't. That's insulting that you're saying you do. (laughs) What do you mean? You never do. In the spring, yeah. I'll take a shovel and go around and take pick some up. Garden? How many? Like, multiple bags of it? Well, I don't, I don't bag it. I throw it on the neighbor's property. How many? Property. I've never seen you do that in my life. Yeah, I have. Definitely. Mm, defi- Absolutely, definitely. Defecately. Defecately. I don't know. I feel like I do it. Mm. Am I wrong? Yeah. 
So, um, so anyway, I didn't do that job. It was, I did not like it. I told them, no, I can't do this. And, uh, I've had lots of jobs. I've been fired from a few. Never been fired. No, I've been fired and I've quit a lot of jobs and I've been fired by a few. Yeah, I realized I've quit jobs too and like go down in flames into recent years, not even like that long ago. <laughs> Talk to us. I don't know. It's embarrassing. Just go ahead. No, well, I don't know. You already brought it up. We need to know now. Just give us a taste, please. When I ended my contract with 100 Mile or whatever. Okay. That was just all last minute. and You didn't have to like say who it was if you didn't want to. You just said say it. No, but you could have just told, <laughs> told the situation. You didn't have okay, to. Okay, I was. Uh... I don't worry. Everybody knows now. So go oh, it ahead. It doesn't matter. No. I, I don't even care. I just, you'd think you'd have more integrity as you grow, grow older and you realize that when you're pushed far enough, you just go fuck it anyway. Mm-hmm. But when you're pushed that far enough, don't you have justification to pull the cord? Yes, quickly? yes, but still a lot of people would be like give a notice and do this and Even that. Even still? I guess. I, I wouldn't know. beat myself up for that one. I'm not beating myself up. I'm saying how interesting fact that it's not necessarily a maturity thing. Mm. Jordan, have you ever been fired? No, I haven't. No, I, I don't even know why I asked that. I know, I know that you hadn't. <laughs> you're a pretty good employee. Oh, thanks. No, you're welcome. Hello. I am here to fulfill my duties for your corporation. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My name is Jordan, employee number seven. Soiks, four, three, Sweet. one, What two. was that, Soiks? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that laugh. <laughs> this is a new thing. It's... What? <laughs> And it's like, it's Mary Jo's laugh. It's, I don't know why. <laughs> it's too weird. It's too, uh, how does Melly laugh? I could start laughing like your sister. Well, it's, I'm not trying to do anything. It's just happening. I know how she smiles. This is Melanie smiling. Because <laughs> she laughs. She's got a natural smile. Yes, she does. When she takes a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I am officially obsessed with Stranger Things. We're in the fourth season now, and I'm still scared. Yeah, well, you're this, in the fourth season. Yeah, yeah. This one makes sense. That I be, love your to, voice to too. be scared so because it is like when the bones snap on the victims. It's pretty graphic. Oh, yeah. Like when all the bones snap and the jaw snaps and then the eyes get sucked back oh, into the I head. I close my eye. I can't watch that. Oh. That's why I'm saying the fourth season was scarier. What episode are you on? Like three or four. Something like that. Mm. Are you loving it? Oh, like, yeah. Why are you being so nonchalant? I love it. I, do you love it, Jules? I love it. It's comforting. I like it. What? <laughs> I love it. I would say on a scale from Why? one to ten, I would go. Um, I'm at a I'm at a seven. What? What are you talking about? Why, Jules? I don't know. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's it, to me. It feels a lot like a kids show, and I uh, like. I enjoy I don't it. Find that? I love it. I mean, there's elements of it that are make it obviously not a kids show. Like when you see again the bones snapping and the all that, but. Yeah, no, I like it. It's it's good. 
I want you to like it more. <clears throat> oh my God, Julian, I'm taking personal offense. <laughs> it was your recommendation, so. It's, oh, I, know, I, just, I love it. What the heck? I don't even understand. I love it, Jordan. Yeah. I, 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 I like it a lot. It's a good show. Is it one of the best shows I've ever seen? Oh, you're doing no. that question thing. <sighs> but I like it. Okay, you know what? I will have to say. You probably got it. Probably was hyped up too much. Perhaps. Well, like, it's just the emotions a, a really great show invoke. I'm not getting that. <clears throat> like, when oh I watch, wait, 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 just wait. It gets better. This the the back half of the show. Well, that's the thing. If you have to watch a show and you go wait till the second half of season four, it gets really amazing. It's no, like, no, no. I don't mean it's really amazing. I I think it's really amazing the whole season. I'm just saying it evokes emotion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like when you watch Sopranos or I don't know. I can't think of any other good shows right now. Um, um, you're on Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser is such a random example. The uh, Jordan, have you seen Your Honor? No, but I've heard good things. Oh, get on it! It's really good. Yeah, like the acting in Your Honor is unbelievable. The guy that plays Jimmy Baxter when he's in a scene with Brian Cranston, there's I mean, that's that's like that feeling of watching it where it almost takes you out. It's so good. You go, "Fuck! How are they doing that?" And then I know. Uh. That's that. I don't get that in Stranger Things. I like Stranger Things. It's I'm not knocking it. It's just is it like I'm, the best show ever? No. I think Definitely maybe not. Uh, I get swept away in shows a lot easier than you do. Yeah. Like I'm a. I don't even. I think the acting is so good in Stranger Things, and I love it. And I get really sucked in. I I just I love that show. I'm glad you're still watching it with me though. I don't want to watch it alone. Or could you? You get so scared. <laughs> I know. Breathing exercises during. <laughs> it's like I'm giving birth. Hmm. But anyway, everything, everywhere, all at once. Highly recommend. It's a really good watch. It is a very creative movie. Oh yeah. The idea. I wish we could verse jump in real life. Um. Kind of has that similar thing to Stranger Things too. Yeah. Talking Fiction, about al fantasy, alternative yeah. universes. Yes. But yes. this is like the multiverse theory that says like that there's an infinite amount of variations of the life we know in this universe reality. That freaks my freak too much. Like that's a real theory. Like that's like r right now in another uh, reality, there's a show we're doing this exact podcast right now, Bald. Uh, <laughs> that, I don't like thinking about there's that. There's uh, one where it's the Jordan Grant show with Jen Grant, and I'm the producer. Ugh. There's one where me. I know the thought of Jordan having her own show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Jordan? Uh, but yeah, infinite variation. So anything you can think, there's one where we're 300 pounds. There's one where... So th th it's kind of like they explore that in uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I will say one scene, you know what's funny? And this may say a lot more about me, is the um, 
the don't spoil it please no i'm not going to say anything that spoils it it just it gives it a a little thing but the scene with the rocks yeah that's relaxing to me Ah, don't say that i see that i'm like oh Ah. where they can communicate or they're just okay don't say anything about it when are you gonna watch it um maybe i'll watch it tonight yeah can you watch it between now and the next time we record Yes. We can talk about it next time. There is something I wanted to talk about when you're done. Go ahead. I'm done. Okay, I was just great. recommending the movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Very creative. And you're right, Jordan. It's not depressing. It's not one of those like with a message of fucking. Yeah. And honestly, I I looked through all of the speeches, like just the highlights, and none of them were really like, uh, you know, intense. And I don't know. I thought it was funny. A lot of the speeches were funny. Yeah, I well, did think they didn't, ha- they didn't have like a message behind them. I think they were like very lighthearted, but maybe I was watching the wrong speeches. Well, maybe it's coming back around. I thought th- I thought there was a little message, but we'll talk about it next week because I think the message that I would, what I would say, would maybe I just don't want to talk about it because it, not it would spoil, but it would just give away too much information. But I did feel okay. that there was a message, so let's try to remember next week. I'll talk about that. Talk about the Oscars next week? No, not the Oscars. <laughs> the message in the movie. Oh, oh. Jeez, thanks though. Shame no, because, because well, Jordan was talking about messages in Oscar speeches, and you're like, well, I think there is a message, and we'll talk oh, about I it next week. Oh, I thought you guys were talking about the movie has a message. No, the speeches for the Oscars. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, never mind. Join us next also, week as we do a four-week later Oscar <laughs> recap. Nah. Jamie Lee Curtis was not wearing a fat suit in that. And she actually made an Instagram post talking about how uh, she felt like the most free she's felt since she was 11 years old. Because they told her to just like relax every muscle in her body and just like be herself. She said like since she was like a little kid, she was like sucking in super tight. And I just think that's sad. Mm -hmm. It's disgusting but she was suck all, it in <laughs> i don't want to see all, that she was always so fit though genuinely like yeah. i don't i because isn't she famous for jordan can you look it up it's um a movie scream no well that <laughs> no, okay no but she is well known for that but there's another one where there's a scene in it where she is like doing a dance well, she's naked in a few movies true lies maybe can yeah, you I look up so. true she's lies she's naked and see in if a she's... few movies like she was known for her body because she was so fit oh she was fantastic you okay over there? <laughs> um i know that people got fantastic. mad at uh mad at uh, brendan fraser for wearing a fat suit in the whale they were mad yes like a, so an overweight person should have just gotten yes, that it's so fucking job? stupid yeah why why mad? I don't understand. And yes, she's in true lies. And if you like were to look up a scene. Google Jamie Lee Curtis bare breasts and send them to me in an email. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a lazy pervert. You can't even just find that yourself. Lazy pervert. Like you're a perv and you're lazy. Well, yeah, she was known for her body. <laughs> Did you just look up bare breasts? Yeah. Are they oh nice? Oh my God. Yeah. She was known to have, that was her thing though, but Jamie Lee uh, Curtis, nice boobs. 
I'm not like I'm not the first to say that or to make that up. Hello. What makes a nice boob anyway? Oh, there's varying factors. Like, <laughs> like what? Uh, areola size, the nip position, the nip size. What is a good areola size? Well, you don't want too big, and you, but you don't want too small either. Too small looks weird. When there's like, it's <laughs> what's too small? Like a dime? There's some that are so small, like especially on fake really? boobs, they'll get them done like too too small. Yeah, in the '90s, it was like this thing. Oh yeah, just these two little peak peak. It's like too small. You oh. want some areola, of course. Um, mm. Areola, I hate that word. The <laughs> the position on the body. I don't know. There's I'm I, it's making me sound like a uh, freak. This picture of her and her body is insane. And her like I don't even understand. Her nipples are like facing the ceiling. That's a good nip right there. Yeah, but they're it's like it looks like she's surgically implanted her nips to be like really high on the boob. High nip is is a good thing if you're if you're if we're just talking straight. I mean, it doesn't matter. Boobs are nice in general. All boobs are welcome on this podcast. Wow, that's so gracious of you. Thank you. <laughs> I just sent you a picture. To me? Yeah. Um, I'm also looking at them right now. Is this the picture you're looking at? I just sent it to you, Jordan. I can't believe I just sent that picture to you, Jordan. That's weird. But like her, it's crazy. It that looks, doesn't even look real. No. It, Maybe it's not real. That looks strange. Yeah, that, that one things. specifically looks. Maybe it's not real. Maybe you you found one that wasn't. But the other photos, great bod, great boobs. Yeah. Well, you guys know. Why are you putting this on me? It's, this seems wrong that I have to describe <laughs> what a great boob is. You guys know. No, I never thought about it. I just thought. Well, from a male's perspective, it's yeah. probably different. I don't like think what's it is. I don't think it's the same. I think we we, we hmm. could. I think a man or a woman can look at a boob and go, "That's a good boob. That's a bad boob." But I think probably men talk about boobs more. Yeah, but we and I what think you it's like. A, I don't think we talk about uh, Jordan. Do you, I've never had one conversation in my life about what is a good boob, ever. Yeah, but mm. you, you know though inherently what a good boob is. Yeah, I guess. But I thought they're all good unless they're too droopy. <laughs> Is yeah, but droopy, droopy, droopy doesn't necessarily mean bad, though. It can be you can have a nice boob that's droopy. That's I mean, true. There's a limit to to the droop, but like, listen, I'm not judging anyone who's droopy. I think that's natural for women to have some droop, obviously. But I always, I'm just being honest. I thought that's what society deemed was a good boob is perky. Well, it's one of the elements, but you can have nice boobs that that aren't super perky. Okay. Absolutely. I feel like I got canceled again. <laughs> You're oh red. my god! <laughs> You're so scared of getting canceled. It's too much. Don't care. Doesn't matter. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I just want to talk about this because I think we're coming close to the end of the show, and I, I don't want to miss out on it because I was talking before the show quickly um, with Jordan about some stuff that I've been doing lately with my eating habits that I really like. And I wanted to share it with Jordan, Julian, you, and everybody who is listening. I think it's really interesting. So I was reading this book about how 
we have been brainwashed to think that junk food is good or processed food is good. So, and it's happened our whole lives with commercials, with like the way the store is laid out when you go get groceries. You know how they always say shop on the periphery of the store, I think, right? Not in the center. Is that right? So like produce and like the healthiest stuff is on the outside. So anyway, what about frozen stuff that's always on the outside? I think that's even better than like a lot of the stuff that is just on the shelf that doesn't need to be frozen Mm. or refrigerated, like anything refrigerated. Anyway, so I think overall we grow up to think that the junk food, the processed food, the stuff that is like um, not really good for us is the tastiest food, but really our instincts as human beings are bang on when we're children because we want to eat like fruit and vegetable, like mostly fruit actually. And we've been brainwashed over the years to think that we want to eat junk, but what junk ends up doing is it never satiates you. And you're just always trying to eat more until it's like this tug of war of like eating more. And then once you eat more, you feel like shit. So it's never a good feeling. Whereas if you eat the right foods, which are actually instinctively our favorite foods, but we were detached from that because of the brainwashing, um, you actually will feel really good when you eat that food because it has like fruit and vegetables because they have like mineral vitamins and minerals in it and actually makes you feel full and you know when to stop. But when it comes to like chips and sweets and stuff, you never know when to stop until it's too late and then you feel like shit. Hello? And now that makes sense. And this book recommended eating fruit for breakfast. So I've been doing that recently. I've heard conflicting things on that. It's so funny. You can really look up and find different schools of thought on anything. I've heard you should wait later in the day to eat fruit because of the sugar. But it's natural. Like it's got the fiber in it. This is what I've, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm not here to argue. I'm just saying I've heard many reputable people say you should not eat fruit until the afternoon. Huh. So it's like, you can really just find and... And, ba- and then what and are you supposed to eat instead? Pickles and eggs. <laughs> yeah. But if you look at like pickles and eggs versus a bowl of fresh fruit, what do you think is healthier? Like what has more vitamins and minerals and and fiber? It's the sugar it? though. The spike... Yeah, but you don't really have a spike and crash with fruit because the fiber slows it down. If you have a a glass of juice, yes, but fruit itself, you're eating all the fiber and everything from it. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, you're arguing with the wrong person. I'm just saying what I've heard. I've heard. I'm not trying to like poke holes or try to prove you wrong. Also, that's the thing with the internet or the world. You can find literally studies that support almost two sides of anything. But when it comes to fruit though, it's like such a natural source of food. Can't you again, you're trying to convince me. I'm not, it's not, I'm not like the, the no, but inherently doesn't it, I'm not talking about what you read. Doesn't it feel right? Yes, it does feel right. Yeah. That's all I mean. Like if you were living with nothing around you, and you're just on the earth. Like, what do you, you could eat a fruit from a tree and, mm-hmm. and it would, I'm just saying like eggs. Okay. Eggs are pretty healthy, but anyway, I don't know. I, like, I think you're, 
I don't know, like bread and stuff maybe is not the best in the morning. Maybe that spikes it more. I'm not sure. I am not sure, Jordan. Jordan. Did you just call me Jordan? <laughs> yeah, I meant to say Jillian. <laughs> Jordan, can you look up? Did you just call me Jordan. Or fruit, is fruit in the morning good for you or bad for you? And see, like Google one search. Google one search. Yeah. Google one thing, go, is fruit bad for you in the morning? And then on another page, Google, is fruit good for you in the morning? Just to see what the answer is. So the first thing that comes up is it's uh, eating fruit is the best way to start your day as it is easy on your body to, to digest first thing in the morning. It also leads to increased metabolism rates for the next few hours thanks to influx of natural fruit sugars. That was, what did you Google for that? Is fruit good to eat in the morning? Now, Google, is fruit bad to eat in the morning? That's true. I know there'll be stuff there. My camera's doing People mistakenly think that fruit are too acidic, but that is false. In truth, lemons are one of the most alkaline fruits on earth, while the... I have lemon water It says basically basically all fruit are alkaline, so it's great to eat them every morning. That's what it says. I find it gives me energy and it doesn't bloat me. And I just feel like, I feel like I've like Jordan, you had asked earlier, like, does that fill you up enough? And weirdly it does. So I'm just trying this thing out. The other thing that the book said, which I really have always believed inherently, like instinctively is right, but I've haven't lived it, but I'm really trying to live it now is combining your food in the right way. Like don't eat, starches or carbohydrates are not necessarily carbohydrates but like starches with meat so if you're going to eat chicken don't have rice with it have vegetables with it or salad but you can have you can mix like like um like you could have like a pasta with vegetables of course or you could do like a chickpea or something like that um like curry with rice but they say that you need two different kinds of enzymes or uh, acids like to help digest your food so if you mix so like meat needs something and vegetables need something and they kind of conflict when they go in your stomach Mm. but that goes against what everybody does like everyone eats meat and potatoes right Anyways, it's just something I'm trying. Love I feel it. pretty good so far. So far, so good. Other sources say there's no evidence or logic behind the idea that fruit should be eaten in the morning. Fruit is healthy no matter what time it is. Like your body doesn't know that it's morning necessarily because it says there's no need to quote unquote wake up your digestive system as it's always prepared to jump into action the moment that food touches your tongue no matter what time it is. Oh, interesting. Hmm. hmm. Well, there you go. See, it says here, Who knows? R- common rules of food combining, in addition to what you're saying, Jordan, always eat fruit on an empty stomach. Protein can be paired with non-starchy vegetables. Fats can be paired with non-starchy vegetables. Carbohydrates can be paired with non-starchy vegetables. Always wait three to four hours between meals before switching categories. Hmm. Anyway, it's all, I mean, I, why do we even have to think so much about how to eat? It's so stupid. Well, it's just the energy, energy maintenance. <laughs> Are you ready? Hey, we want to thank you once again. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Julie Neon Show with Jen Grant and producer Dodal Magodal. Magodal. Thank you very much, Julian. We appreciate you. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Listen where and when you can. Share the show. Talk about the show. That's how we grow. Jenny, I love you. Jordan, love you. I love you. We'll see you next week. Brand new episodes every Thursday. And until then, watch your... Did I say follow on Instagram and Facebook? Do that. No. And until then, watch your head.